begin our reading in verse 1, chapter 19, verse 1, and we'll read just through verse 5. Now please be attentive tonight and pray earnestly as we read from the Word of God. The Bible said in St. John chapter 19 and verse 1, Then Pilate therefore took Jesus and scourged him, and the soldiers planted a crown of thorns and put it on his head. And they put on him a purple robe and said, Hail, King of the Jews! And they smote him with their hands. Pilate therefore went forth again and said unto them, Behold, I bring him forth to you, that you may know I find no fault in him. Then came Jesus forth, wearing the crown of thorns and a purple robe. And Pilate said unto them, Behold the man. Turn your Bibles, please, to the book of Luke, chapter 22. Chapter 22, and let's read from chapter 22 and begin our reading in verse 63. And the men that held Jesus mocked him and smote him, and when they had blindfolded him, they struck him on the face and asked him, saying, Prophesy, who is it that smote thee? And many other things blasphemously spake they against him. Chapter 23 in the book of Luke. And we'll begin in verse 27. And there followed him a great company of people and of women, which also bewailed and lamented him. But Jesus, turning unto them, said, Daughters of Jerusalem, weep not for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days are coming in the which they shall say, Blessed are the barren, and the womb that never bear, and the pap which never gave suck. Then shall they begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if they do these things in a green tree, what shall be done in the dry? And there were also two other malefactors led with him to be put to death. And when they were come to the place, which is called Calvary, there they crucified him. And the male factors, one on the right hand and the other on the left, and said, then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lot. And the people stood beholding and the rulers said with them, derided him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he be Christ, the chosen of God. And the soldiers also mocked him, come down. The soldiers also mocked him, coming to him and offering him vinegar, and saying, If thou be the king of the Jews, save thyself. And this superscription also was written over him in, Latin, in letters of Greek and Latin and Hebrew. 
This is the king of the Jews. And one of the malefactors which were hanged railed on him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. But the other answered, rebuking him, saying, Doth not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man hath done nothing amiss. And he said unto him, Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Jesus said unto him, Verily, I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. It was about the sixth hour, and there was a darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. Our Father, we are grateful for thy eternally settled word. Now, Lord, use us for thy glory and for thy honor. In his name I pray, amen. Now, I want tonight to speak to you on this subject, one that I've spoke on across America many, many times. But the Lord has dealt again with my heart about Calvary and how desperately we need again to get a glimpse of Calvary. How we see today the, the, the mechanics of religion. How we see a drying up, uh, a drying up in our churches taking place like never in all of our lives. But I'll tell you, it all comes about in one era that we're making, and that is we're not allowing the people to get a glimpse of Jesus and what he paid for you and I. Now, my friend, many times when we read the Word of God, we read it like we read many other books, and it does not bear great significance that we should get from the Blessed Bible. In the book of John, chapter 19, that we read to you just a couple of verses there, we found something taking place. The Bible tells us that Pilate took him, and there the Bible said they scourged him. Now allow me, if you will, briefly to give what I've researched and find out as best I can what was really taking place here. They tell me the scourge was a deadly instrument that many men did not survive and many men did not walk away from the deadly scourge. I understand that it had a handle about so long. And on that scourge was wrapped a piece of leather, or on that handle rather, was wrapped a piece of leather. And then the leather was taken and cut in throngs. And this leather was sufficiently long that one man that did the whipping would take the scourge and in those pieces of leather was tied pieces ever 12 inches was tied a piece of bone, a piece of metal, or glass. Every throne was embedded and married with these deadly instruments. And so when that man taken the scourge and laid it out, the man's garments were stripped up off of him. Uh, they're stripped off of him. Uh, and there, this man taken that deadly scourge uh, and with all 
the hatred uh, that he could muster, he began to lay that scourge upon the back of the victim. Uh, this scourge was sufficiently long uh, that it would not only reap the back, uh, but would go all around uh, the abdominal section of the human body. Uh, many times I'm told that the intestinal tract literally poured out of the human body, and so consequently they died. When I think of my friend, when I think of Jesus dying there on Calvary and taking my beating for me, then I'll tell you it brings me down again. Amen. But notice now, the Bible said they scourged him. A lot of artists' conception of what he looks like, how painted a picture, and there they have a few drops of blood running down his brow, and there they had him looking like some Hollywood star. I'll tell you, my friend, what Jesus went through was far more than that. Yes, sir. They scourged him there. The blood was pouring. His back was cut into ribbons. My friend, the flesh was hanging. They tell me when that scourge was applied, that the meat and the flesh would splatter. Now the human body has a layer of skin, a layer of fatty tissue, and in the muscle section of the body, when those throngs came through the air and laid around that body, blood and skin and fatty tissue and muscle sinew would go splattering off into the air. But my friend, somebody said, Preacher, why was he doing that? I'll tell you why, friend of mine. Because he loved old Doc right here. Amen. And because he loved you and I, he loved that old drunken bum that laid Connor in Knoxville, Tennessee, and laid there in his own vomit and could not get up. He loved every one of us. Somebody said, oh, look what I am now. Do you know what it'll do you good to look at? It'll do you good to remember what you was when Jesus died for you. Oh, Brother Joe Parson, that ex-hood and hoodlum and southern outlaw. Why, glory to God, to my soul. Somebody said, why was Jesus allowing himself to be whipped like that? I'll tell you why. That Joe Parson and all the other men that had lived in sin and degradation could come to know the saving grace of Almighty God. Somebody said, why, Brother Ed, I'll tell you right now, why didn't he call some angels to come down? I'll tell you why. Because he loved us, amen. Because he loved us. Now notice what he done. He stood there. They laid the lash upon him. My dear friend, listen to me. They laid that lash upon him. They whipped him and they beat him. My dear friend, they put the crown of thorns upon his head. And I understand that the type of thorns that they made the crown of only grows in two places in the world. They're not like the thorns that we know of. They can even pierce right down in the bone, go right into the right through the flesh. And those thorns were matted in his 
flesh. And my friend, his hair was matted with blood. No wonder the writer tells that his face was marred. Why, you couldn't even have recognized him as he hung there on the cross. As even a human being. Oh, friend, when I think of what he suffered for me, it makes my soul rejoice. Hallelujah. That he loved me like he did. Amen. All right, notice now. I want you to see there. Pilate come to him and question him. And he wouldn't even open his mouth. He wouldn't even reply. But after a while, I see the lovely darling son of God. As they'd beat him. As they'd maul him. Notice, if you will, the Bible said they struck him in the face. Now, if you'll notice, friend, it's not like some of you would like to think. They never came up and patted him on the face. I see a rugged Roman soldier weighing about 200 pounds wadding that fist up. My dear friend, now I see him drawing back with all the force and anger that he had and bringing it across the darling, lovely face of the Son of God. Well, somebody said, what did he look like? I believe his lips were swelled wrong side out. I believe his eyes was closed. I believe the spittle was running down through his eyes. Oh, his face was blue. And not only that, the Bible describes that they pulled the very beard from his face. Probably hunks of flesh came out. And his face was swelling. And his lips were turned wrong side out. His eyes were swollen too. Somebody said, what are you talking about? I'm not talking about a Cecil D.B. DeMille. I'm not talking about Hollywood's version. I'm talking about the Bible account. I want the place that you and I might be born again. It's Calvary. That's what it's all about. Some of you, my friend, have saw so many works of fiction. You saw so many Hollywood versions. You saw so many of this hopped up world crowd of what they thought it was about. I'll tell you, it wasn't like they say it is. Brother, he was beaten. He was bruised. My dear friend, listen, he was whipped. Why, yes, I want to tell you, friend of mine, I'm glad I can say to you, glory to God, he done it for me. Amen. He done it for you. Aren't you glad tonight, glory to God, oh my soul, that Jesus loved you? Aren't you glad it wasn't left up to you to have to die for your own sins? But one day Jesus condescended and shined down from the glories of heaven and said, Father, I'll take their place on Calvary that they might be born again. Hallelujah to God and the Lamb. Now notice, if you will, friend of mine, what's happening here. Here stands the innocent. Here stands the sinless Son of God. Here stands the Lamb of God. Here stands God in flesh that had taken upon himself human flesh and had come down this low land of sin and sorrow. Here he stands, sinless, mocked, beaten, accused, forsaken of those that had recently said, I'll never leave you. 
But here he stands now. Here he stands in front of that howling, mocking mob with fists beating into his face. Historians said that the children were allowed to take sticks and gouge him with them. Historians also say that they even taken, I'm saying historians, they even take the human waste, the old body's waste, and would pick it up off of the ground and throw it at their victims. They say that they'd take the very filth and throw it on him. Oh, you said, Preacher Blue, why did you do that? Because he loved this one here, and he loved this one here, and he loved that one here, and he loved that one here. Don't come to me and insult my intelligence. And said, well, he just cared for me. It was more than that. He loved that old boy from Africa sitting right back there with his face scarred. Oh, with knives. I believe they even took chickens and worshipped them over there. Amen. Or used them in some religious rite. But glory to God, that black man one day found that Jesus Christ had died for him too. Amen. Oh, hallelujah anyhow. Don't sit there and tell me he was just a passing fancy. He loved the story of God and was willing to die for us. Hallelujah anyhow. Amen. I'm talking about how much he loved us. Oh, I'm talking about how much he cared. I'm talking about what he was willing to do and what he did do. Amen. And when you forget Calvary, your life will begin to get dull. Amen. When you forget Calvary, you'll stop going on visitation. When you forget Calvary, your offering will just be dropping something in the bucket. Amen. When you forget Calvary, your ministry will get strangely dull. Amen. You said, oh, preacher blue, I'm a Baptist. You can be a Baptist and be as backslid or lost one as all hell. Amen. Some of the sorriest fellas I know of are Baptists. Amen. I know some whore hoppers that are Baptists. I know some thugs that are Baptists and liars and drinkers and scums that are Baptists. But, Father, when you get born again, you'll find the call of Calvary that I'm saved and I. Hallelujah in this. I'm talking about Calvary. I'm talking about how much you love me. Hallelujah. Now somebody said, what are you doing? I'm just giving you the introduction. Amen. Hallelujah. If Bobby can do that, I can too. Amen. I want you to see some things tonight. What Jesus means to me and what he ought to mean to you. Hallelujah. I'm talking about Calvary. I've asked Sister uh, Virginia to help me in the message tonight. And that may uh, not impress you right now, but you'll see what I mean. Virginia, come on to the, to the instrument, if you would, dear. I want to talk to you tonight about the three crosses. I'm talking to you about why tonight if you're saved, if you're saved, I'm talking about how you got saved. Amen. If there had been no Calvary, then friend of mine, you couldn't raise your hand and say, I'm born again. How many of you can raise your hand and say, I know I've been born again? Amen. You know how you can do that? Because of Calvary. Amen. That's what it's all about. Hallelujah. That's what it's all about. Now, somebody said, Preacher Blue, what's so important about Calvary? I'll tell you what's important about it. It paid our price. 
hit Pentecost. It takes the thug and the outlaw and turns him into something clean and wonderful. It takes the murder and the boom and changes his whole life. Makes him sweet in his soul. Take some old curse words out of your mouth and put the song in your heart. Hallelujah to God and the Lamb in Amen. I'm a talking about Calvary. I'm a talking about Calvary. Tonight I want to talk on the three crosses and how important a place they play in my life. First of all, I want us to look at the cross on the left-hand side. I want us to consider this cross for a moment, please, if you would. Look at it, the one on the left-hand side. Look at it with me, would you please? Let your mind go back counter that dreadful day. Let your mind counter that day when Christ was dying. There's a howling mob standing there now. They're howling. They hate him. They despise him. They said, let old Barabbas go. We're going to crucify Jesus. We saw all this. A fellow we want to see. We don't want to see no more of him. We're going to get rid of him. We're going to wipe him out. We're going to obliterate him. Now let's look at this cross on the left-hand side, please. Let's look at it. Here it is. We watch him carefully. There's a hole dug in the ground. There it is. The cross is laying out here now. Here it lies. And they're bringing a man with brute force to the cross. Here they bring him. He's cursing. He's swearing. He hates humanity. Oh, yes, he's guilty of sin. He's guilty of being vile and wretched. They bring him here. He's cursing and swearing. They bring him. And with brute force, they put him on the cross. They have to hold his hands as they start the spikes now in his hands. That whole, that Roman, that soldier's hand raises the hammer back. And with a crushing blow, that nail pierces through the flesh, goes into the cross with a dead thud. That thief swears at him and says, how much I hate you. How I hate you. Then the other hand. Then they cross his legs down here. And when they nail a man to the cross, they allow, allow I understand, about two inches or three. A, a place of playroom where the human body can stretch. They allow that to be there. And they nail him to the cross. And the cross is raised and goes down in the ground with a thud. The flash tears. And he swears down from the cross. My friend, he begins to curse. Then, my dear friend, the others are nailed. I see them, my friend, as they nail the other man to the cross. They nail the other thief, and he too is a sinner. And he too is bitter. And they put him up in the air. But now there's something quite different about to take place. Somebody said, why, they're not wrestling this man at the middle cross. Why don't they have to wrestle him down? He said, for this end, I came into the world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He had his face set like a flint toward this. He wouldn't be turned. He turned away from this. He said, I, I come to this world for this. I believe he was nude. Though the artist had been kind and give him a loincloth. 
He despised the shame. He didn't like it. But they raised him up in the ground. Up in the ground. Now let's go back to the left hand cross momentarily. This man swearing. Oh, you spitter! What are we going to call this cross here? What is this cross? This is the cross of rebellion. This is where some of you are at right now. The old bitter rebellious cross. Some of you have shut your fist in the face of God. Some of you have thrown that word if. Yep. I'll tell you right now. I was listening to a program that was being telecast. And a man was instructing a man how to pray and said, Now, tell him, Lord, if you can save me. Brother, as long as that if's in there, you might as well forget about salvation. You might as well forget about it. There's not going to be any salvation as long as there's if in there. That old boy, here he hung on the cross. said, if. If. If thou be, if thou be the Son of God, come down and bring us down with you. Some of you have gone along and said, if, if that's the heart, if they're right, Hear this. Let me tell you, rebel. Let me tell you something, rebel. You better realize one thing. Your cursing and your swearing, your belligerence and your sarcasm. Oh, let me tell you something right now. It's that blessed darling Lamb of God that's given you the hope tonight that you have. It's all you've got. And there's no ifs in it. Amen? Ain't no ifs, sir. Ain't no ifs there. Some of you running around hating the church and lying on it. You're saying every dirty, low-down, nasty thing you can. But I want to tell you right now, it was that man on the middle cross that was dying that you might live. It wasn't because he loved you so much you would be in hell right now. Amen. That cross on the left-hand side is the cross of rebellion. Some of you think you're tough. Well, you said the only reason I come out here tonight is they begged me to come. They only, I'm just out here because they begged me. Let me tell you something, Rebel. There's going to be a day you'll be sorry. You would to God that somewhere you'd have bowed your stubborn knees and I'd give your heart to Jesus. Amen. I'm glad tonight one day I said yes to him. Amen. But now notice, if you will, here's that cause of rebellion. That old rebel. Some of you right now are backslid. You've given up that little Sunday school class. You left that old pastor that's trying to help you. You're out there cussing the church now. Finding fall, hoboing around. There you are. That old cross of rebellion. There you are. There you are. You rebelled against God and everything that's high and holy. You said to God, if, 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 there ain't no if to it. He is God. He is the darling Lamb of God. All right now, I want us to look again momentarily at this cross on the right-hand side. Look at it. Thief? Yes. 
guilty? Yes. Yes, he was. Mary Haynes. Oh, Mary Haynes. Suffering? Yes. Pain? Yes. Oh, yes. Mary is. Maybe a wife. Some old children standing down there. There they are. And he has to mash down there on those nails in his legs. His lungs are about to paralyze. I read, and I don't know how, how true it is, I only read this. They said that when they're hanging there, their hands get as white as snow. The blood all comes out of their hands. And this nail, some say it was nailed there, some said here, but it's hand. Oh, they tell me that their shoulders come out of joint. And they say that this muscle, muscle structure right back here is pulled so tight. And the vocal cords, after they're there a little while, their voice is raspy. And their lungs are almost paralyzed because of the great pressure on these muscles back in this area. And so now, the thief on the left-hand cross, he has to press down on his legs and slide up the cross just to get a little bit of breath. Have you ever wondered why the things of Jesus were brief? He could only hold up there so long, and then he had to let down. The pain was so great. But the thief, watch him now. He's pressing down on that jaggered hole in his legs, and he's pressing up. And he said to that other thief, We're getting carbon dust. This man has done nothing amiss. Wait a minute. He's about to press down on them nails again. I believe he's going to say something else. I believe he's going to speak again. He said, Father, remember me when thou comest into thy Hallelujah. Glory to God. Aren't you glad of that? Amen. Hallelujah to God. And the Lamb in hell. Amen. Now then, let's go over. This is the cross, not of rebellion, but this is the cross of repentance. And this is where you'll have to come, my friend, before you ever can say, remember me. Amen. Here he is. Now then, wait a minute. Wait, no if here, is there? No if. No sarcasm here. No belligerence here. No, no. Hallelujah. But now, let's go to the middle cross. There he hangs. 
hated. His back is bleeding. They had beat him and put a purple robe on him. The blood stopped for a while. Now the robe has been stripped off and the wounds have been opened again. He's nailed on the cross. That bloody back is up against that wound. And there he hangs. There he is. Somebody said, what is this cross, preacher? It's not the cross of rebellion. No, no. It's not the cross of repentance. Somebody said, what is it? It's the cross of redemption. Hallelujah. Glory to God and the Lamb. Somebody said, what's happening? The old boy just got through saying, remember me. Look out, folks. Look out. I believe he's about to move. That back that's been cut to ribbons is about to slide up that cross. His shoulders are just almost straining. He has to maybe grip on that nail. But he's allowed that soldier to put in his hands. Wait a minute. He's stirring around the cross now. He's stirring. Yes. Wait a minute! Those bloody lips are about to speak. Wait a minute! I believe he's turning his face slightly. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's turning that face. He heard something. That fever said, remember me. Wait a minute. Suddenly... Listen, he's about to speak. He said, This day shalt thou be with me in paradise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody said, Oh, do you believe that? I believe it. How many of you believe it? Hallelujah. Yes, I believe it. I believe it. Yes, I believe it. Oh, yes! I believe it. Somebody said, what happens now? Well, they said they could have hung there for hours. I don't know. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Well, let's go now. Just a little farther. I want us to see, my dear friend, the sun is getting dark. He's going out to hide his face. He said, I'm high, high, I thirst. I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. Oh, have loose. They gave him, tried to get him to drink. Very hangs now, beaten. There's little pieces of flesh on that cross where he pushed back upon it. Oh, don't you sit there and argue with me. There wasn't a bone broken, hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, but very hangs. And all oh, after a while, the little old Jewish mother's baby. Begin to light their candles. It got dark. Maybe a little birds 
blue yellow in the crevice of the rock. And now Teddy hid his head under his wing. No, something's going on down here in that old temple. Little old brother Bobby preached out a while ago. Glory to God. I'll tell you something's getting ready to happen. That old Ed Blue had come in. Amen. I was a dog before, but I'm about to become a child. Hallelujah. Amen. Notice. Notice what's happening. After a while, I hear him say, Hello! He said, It's finished. Glory to God and the Lamb. And his head dropped. They come, my dear friend, to break those soldiers' legs. And they did. Those soldiers let out a... And they too died. They died. And then they came to the cross. And there hang that lifeless body. There it hang. One of those old soldiers took that spear and took aim. And with force, fired it in to the body and opened up that nervous eye. And forthwith came blood and water. Hallelujah. Yes, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What? Make me whole again. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is thy soul that makes me white as snow. No other fault. I know nothing but the blood of Jesus. Somebody said, that's all of it, ain't it, Preacher Blue? No, darling. That ain't all of it. No, sir. They came and got him and took him down off of that cross and wrapped him, my dear friend, and took him and laid him over yonder in a barn tomb. Amen. Somebody said, we're rid of him now. We're through with him. Oh, how sadly mistaken you are. Hallelujah in it. How sadly mistaken you are. Somebody said, what did you do, preacher? Will you go with me, friend? Will you go with me, please? For years and years and years, the Old Testament saints had been shut up in paradise. There they were. Amen. There they were. Shut up in paradise. The old psalmist had said, He'll not leave my soul in hell. He'll not let me stay there. Hallelujah. I see him standing yonder at the bars of paradise, peeping down through the halls of eternity. Back yonder that low graveyard, they're rolling the rock to his tomb. Said we're rid of him. Suddenly, when that tomb rock had rolled there, I wasn't in there. You can argue with me if you want to. 
But suddenly a blazing light lit up in my eyes. I see a rustling in those grave claws. Hallelujah. He got up. Hallelujah. Somebody said what happened to him, preacher. I'll tell you what. There old Haven, Abraham and those men stood looking out through the bars of paradise. There they were, looking down through the halls of paradise. Amen. All of a sudden, Abraham said, listen, boys, wait a minute. I hear some a jingling noise coming down the hall. Amen. I hear a jingling racket coming down the hall. One of them said, what does it sound like, Abraham? He said, I believe it's a practice, boys. Amen. Hallelujah. I hear something coming. I see a woman bowing down about halfway behind old Abraham. And said, my Lord, can I take a peep? Can I look? I see her look down the hall. And she said, my Lord, it's getting light down there. Amen. Hallelujah to God. I'll tell you, brother, I'm as drunk as I can be on the Spirit of God. Amen. I hear old Malachi said, boys, can I take a look? Can I take a look, boys? Can I just get a glimpse? I'll look over yonder in the corner, and there's a fella just having a spell. And one of them looks around and said, boy, he just got here. What's he so happy about? What's he so happy? Man, he's over yonder in the corner, just a shouting. One of them hollered at him and said, boy, you just got here. What are you so happy about? He said, you'll soon find out. Amen. Hallelujah, anyhow. You'll soon find out. Old Ezekiel said, boys, I saw them wheels in the middle of the wheel. But said, if you're telling me what you think, what I think you're telling me. He said, I want to get a glimpse too. Amen. Hallelujah to God and the Lamb. I'll tell you, glory to God. Oh, listen, friend of mine. I'll see them old Testament saints take a peep and said, that's it. Amen. That's it. Somebody said, what about that old boy over yonder? He comes running to the door. He said, I want to meet him when he gets here. Amen. Somebody said, what was it? I'll tell you what it was. He never stayed there in that tomb. Brother, he went down in the paradise. And said, can't be free. Gave gifts unto man. Hallelujah. I see him. Hallelujah. As he sticks that key in the door. And unlocks it. Hallelujah. And said, boys, come on out. Come on out. Hallelujah. I'll tell you, friend of mine, tonight. I'm glad he wouldn't have called a Calvary. And I can shout glory to God. As the Lamb forever. It was because of him. Hallelujah. Somebody said, ain't that all of it, preacher? No, darling. That ain't all of it. No, sir, that ain't all of it. But I can't stop here. Calvary's wonderful. I'll tell you right now, paradise. That's wonderful. But I can't stop here. I'm still out here. I'm still out here. Hallelujah. Somebody said, what did you do? He 
live that profession. Glory to God. I see somebody said, what are we going to look at now, preacher? Let's go back out in the graveyard, please. I was a staff sergeant during World War II. I, and corporal in all the ranks. And I, I remember so well. I remember so well. My friend, the guard post. You'd set those men on guard. Now, I remember one of my special orders. It said to allow to be especially watchful at night and during the time for challenging, to challenge all persons on or near my post and to allow no one to pass without proper authority. I remember those old soldiers out there in the graveyard marching up and down. Amen. Yes, sir. About face marching up and down. Marching up and down. One said to the other, said, I never felt sillier in my life. Out here guard that old dead Jew. Never felt. Said, what do you think about it? First day went by and nothing happened. Amen. They changed guards. The second day went by. And nothing happened. Glory to God. Let's stop right here just a minute and go yonder to the throne room of glory. Hallelujah. Father, Father said to a great big old angel, said, come here, come here. They came and bowed down at his feet and said, my son, my son's been gone from home now a little better than 32 years. They rolled a stone to a tomb down yonder. I've let them beat him. I've let them spit up on him. I've let them rub human uh, filth on him. He went down into paradise. He pleased me. Now I'll tell you what I want you to do. I want you to go out there to the bottomless of heaven and step off. I want you to go down yonder and let him out. Hallelujah. I see those majestic angels as they bow at the feet. And said, we're on the way. They stretch their wings out and come sailing through and by Jupiter and Mars and Pluto and Venus. Oh, they get their bearing on the little cemetery. I hear those mighty wings as they split the air. Glory to God and the Lamb forever. Amen. I see those wings as they come in for a landing. Glory to God. That old guard starts to draw a bead on one and falls. Amen. Oh, they walk up. Glory to God, oh my soul. Walk up there. I'll tell you. Standing on the inside wasn't a beaten Savior no more. Standing just inside, waiting for his entrance, was not a bruised victim no more. Yeah, it wasn't just a kinky-headed Jew, but he's standing there waiting. Glory to God. And all of a sudden, that rock rolls away. I see him reach under his golden girdle. I see him unfasten those keys and come out. Glory to God. Amen. Come walking out. Hallelujah to God. I see him with those keys in his hands that turn and look back into that old tomb and said, Oh, death, where'd you sting at? Oh, grave, 
Where's your victory at? I hear him say, I'm here, the worst dead, and I'm alive forevermore. Amen. But I'm talking about Calvary tonight. Somebody said, that's the end of it. Nobody, all of it, honey. Nobody, all of it. Glory to God. He stayed around this whole world. He was saw by man. But one day, hallelujah, he led him yonder to an old hilltop. One day he led him yonder. And he looked out upon him and blessed him. I'll tell you, glory to God. I see him as gravity loses its force. And he heads into the heavens. Hallelujah. One of them fell back and said, Do you see him? Where'd he go? Do you see him? Where's he at? Where'd he go? And all of a sudden, one of them got tapped on the shoulder and said, You men of Galilee, why stand you gazing into the heavens? What are you looking for? Said for this same Jesus that you seek away, he'll come again in like manner as you see him go. Oh, friends, somebody said that's all. No, that ain't all. That ain't all. No, sorry. Somebody said, what is the rest of it, preacher? I'll tell you what the rest of it is. I believe, like my dear brother said a while ago, it won't be long till he'll step off of glory and said, I'm going back after my church. Amen. Somebody said, Preacher Blue, what brought it about that I could be saved? Calvary, then. Calvary made it possible for you to be born again. Are you saved tonight? Do you know Christ? Have you been washed in the blood? Have you been born again? If you haven't, tonight would be a great night to be saved by God's grace. I won't ever head bowed, ever eye closed, ever Christian to pray. You have the message. While heads are bowed and eyes are closed and nobody looking around, I wonder right quick if there's one soul here right now that'll say, Brother Blue, I'm lost. I'm lost. And tonight I watched him die there on Calvary. I saw him die for me. I saw him shed his life's blood that I might live. And preacher... I want to know that Christ tonight. I want to know that Savior tonight. I want to know Him tonight as my Savior. I wonder tonight if there's one lost person here that'll raise your hand and say, Brother Blue, pray for me. I need to be saved. Is there one anywhere in the house? Anywhere is there one soul that's lost that'll raise your hand and say, pray for me. Pray for me, preacher. Is there one? Anywhere? Then let me ask you again. I know we've had an invitation, but I wonder if there's one right now that said, Brother Blue, I'm so ashamed of the way I've done my Savior. I'm so ashamed of the way I've done him. Brother Ed, I'd like to come tonight and get on my knees and dedicate my life, the rest of it, to Jesus Christ. I wonder if this one hand will go up. Say, yes, preacher, pray for me. Yes, I want anywhere. Anywhere. Our Father, we thank you. I thank you tonight, Lord, for Calvary. I thank you, Lord, you love me. I thank you, God, you cared. When I didn't care, when I was going to hell, when I ought to have been in the pit, 
Lord, you love me. Oh, God, wretched person that I was. He was willing to die for me. Oh, God. I pray to that, Lord, that I'll never lose sight of Calvary. Don't ever let me lose sight of Calvary. Lord, let me every day, every morning, every night, every day, get a glimpse of Calvary again. When I get up in the morning, let me be reminded of Calvary. Oh, God, if I ever get dull in my preaching, remind me of Calvary. Lord, if I ever get mechanical, remind me of Calvary. Lord, I pray, God, that I'll never, never forget the price that was paid for me. In Jesus' name I pray.